job posts really matter, especially when it comes to candidates. It's the first touch point they have with you and your business. And at that point, that's at which the candidate decides to apply or not. So in many ways, you really have to think about this in the same way that companies are thinking about their business brand, right? You only have that one opportunity to attract that new business to your company to make an impression. If the sound of a machine tool removing metal gets your blood pumping, then you are Metal Working Nation. This is Making Chips, where we talk all things metalworking, engineering and design, production and tooling combined with business best practices, technology, marketing, news, and new media for manufacturing professionals. Here are your hosts. Business owners, metalworking experts, and guys who get dirty on the factory floor, Jim Carr and Jason Zanger. Now, let's make some chips. So, Jim, what are you doing on February 25th? It's a Thursday. Hmm. We're going to attend the Crane's annual manufacturing summit right here in Chicago. Yes, we are. And we actually have a promo code for our listeners uh, in order to get buy one, get one on entrance into that summit. It's only for manufacturers, right? It's only for manufacturers. And how much is that ticket price? I believe that it's 250 bucks for a manufacturer. And right now you're getting buy one, get one. And they try to limit the service providers that are there so they don't have you know people bugging you to buy things. They sure. charge them $500. Okay. So for now, use the promo code MANU2. And you'll get buy one, get one. So it'll come down to $125 each. Yeah, and that's a limited time. So get on there and get registered today at chicagobusiness.com forward slash menu. Hello, Metalworking Nation. My name is Jason Zenger, and this is Making Chips, where we equip and inspire manufacturing leaders. And we are coming to you from Chicago, the epicenter of manufacturing. Absolutely. Got to love downtown Chicago, right? Got to love it. This is where all the thinking and manufacturing happens. That's where it happens, period. So how are you doing today, Jason? I'm doing great. By the way, my name I is really Jim am. Carr. You are Jim Carr. I am. Yes. And I'm sitting here in our studio with my good friend, Jason Zager. Hello. So tell me what's going on, Jim. What's new in your life? I know you have some exciting stuff. Oh, I, I, got, I got to tell you what I just did earlier this week. So one of our listeners by the name of David Shirky reached out to us over the summer uh, David Shirky is the CFO of Orbit Form in Jackson, Michigan, and he asked me if I would like to come to his trade show event that he was putting on at the Assembly Show at the Donald E. Stevens Center in Rosemont back in the fall. Went, talked to him, saw what he was doing. His company designs automated assembly equipment for orbital riveting. It's it's really kind of a cool, niche kind of business. I went, it was cool, but just recently in the last couple of weeks, he reached out to us again and invited us to the Jackson Area Manufacturing Association annual dinner. Uh, unfortunately, you couldn't be there. Um, I, know, I know you had some family obligations. Yeah, and I respect that. Yeah, I just that. had some family obligations. However, I, I did have the time and I thought it'd be a good opportunity to go and meet some new manufacturers and some new leaders outside of the Chicagoland area. So I took the Amtrak out there on Monday, about a three and a half hour ride from Chicago. It was my first experience on an Amtrak, if you'll believe that, at my age. David picked me up at the train station. Uh, we toured a couple of local manufacturers there and then uh, toured his facility. And then we went on to the annual manufacturing dinner at the Country Club in Jackson. 
Yeah, and when you told me about this earlier, I, I know you were really excited. It's, it sounded like a great You know experience. what? It exceeded my expectations. I love what they're doing in Jackson. My biggest single takeaway, Jason, from that whole experience and based on what I saw and the people I met and everything else was they have a real bona fide sense of community there just for their the foundations that they have set up. Everyone is got skin in the game to get these kids educated for future opportunities. They have a, actually a, a foundation called ShopRat, and uh, we'll have Ryan put it in the in the notes. So what they do is they try to get kids involved in manufacturing in the sixth and seventh grade, and then it goes all the way through twelfth grade. It's a fantastic program. I, I think that's great, and, and you know the thing that comes to mind immediately to me is so many kids love to be like car people and you know work on the cars and fix their cars. But if we can create a whole new generation that thought about CNC equipment and machining and manufacturing and making that cool, like people think tweaking up your car is a cool thing. You know that's what kind of reminds me of the whole shop rat moniker. Yeah, it really, really, really is. Uh, it was great. And um, just a shout out to all of them. I, I just got to tell you all, and you know who you are if you're listening. I was really impressed with what I saw. And I'd love to introduce you personally to Jason and hopefully have some of you on a future episode. That'd be great. We have a guest today. We do. We I'm have excited. an, ex- we have an expert on. i hear her story, actually. I've actually haven't had too much engagement with her personally. We have know of each other and we know what each other does and we're connected through friends. But I think 2016 is going to really elevate that relationship because we've already got some things on the docket for the year. Yeah, we, we walk in the same circles, I guess we you would sure say. We sure do. We play in the sandbox together. That's for sure. But what we have is we have Elena Valentine. She is the CEO of Skill Scout. And they're here in downtown Chicago, actually just a couple blocks from where we're at right now. And she was kind enough to uh, come and talk with us today about what her company does and specifically with how she promotes manufacturers in an out-of-the-box way. And I hope I'm describing that right, Elena. But Elena has a great background in ethnographic research. I don't know what that is, but... um, most people don't. That's okay. I don't even know what that okay. means. Well, sometimes. I'm going to let you tell us your background and please tell us the story and a little bit of the mission of Skill Scout and, and what it's all about. And welcome. Welcome. Pleasure to have you with us. Yeah. What's the word, Metalworking Nation? All right. It's an honor to be here. You bet. So, first of all, just to kind of give you a quick 60 second pitch about what Skill Scout is about and then just kind of share our mission sure. and our Let's story. So what SkillScout aims to do is really innovate how companies hire, and in particular, with a focus on how manufacturers are hiring. And so we know that this is an industry that has thousands of jobs open in Illinois alone, and we're helping companies fill those jobs with better candidates. And so instead of a traditional job description, we go out and we film short videos to demystify the job requirements and get candidates excited about that job. And instead of a resume, uh, we're having candidates submit a short work sample that's relevant to that job. And so in doing so, we're really helping companies save time and opportunity costs in both kind of attracting and hiring the right kind of talent. So it's really turning this older paradigm of the way companies and candidates experience each other, which is through job descriptions and resumes, and bringing humanity back into the hiring process. Love it. And just doing that really differentiates a company because, you know, 99.9% of companies are going 
to recruit in the same old way that they always have done. An ad in the I paper. And, I, and I'm guilty of the same thing. I'm going to put an ad in the paper, put an ad in Craigslist. And you can imagine that you're competing for talent with thousands of other companies who are competing for that same talent. There's nothing differentiating you. Absolutely. But what makes you as a company different? The topic today is going to be why you should create a video instead of a print ad to attract your next manufacturing hire. Or even it's just how to integrate visuals in how you tell your story. So video could be one medium. It could be photos. It could be anything that's bringing your job and your company to life. If one of our manufacturing leaders was thinking to themselves, I'm having trouble hiring somebody for this position. Say it's like a machinist position. And I, I need to do something differently. What, what do you think they should do next? Well, so there, there's two things. The first topic that we're going to be talking about is both attracting talent, right? And how are you bringing that job to life in a way that's really bringing quality talent into the door? First, just to kind of talk through why visuals, right? Why is this important? Well, there's some actual science behind this. So one is our, our brains are wired to process visuals. So people recall actually 65% of what they see and hear versus 15% of what they read. So there's just like general data around, you know, hey, picture is worth a thousand words. Video is worth 24 words per second. So imagine the kind of rich information that you can provide to a candidate just in thinking differently about how you're bringing that job to life versus potentially a traditional job description that you might so, have. So what you're saying is if you can just get eyeballs on a picture versus a ad that just has words, you're going to be Absolutely. that much more effective. And there's also data just around how visual job posts increase viewership by about 50%. They're viewed three times longer and candidates are coming into the door just more informed about what they're going into because they've been able to visualize and understand a bit better about this position. The other thing I would say is, you know, job posts really matter, when, especially when it comes to candidates. It's the first touch point they have with you and your business. And at that point, that's at which the candidate decides to apply or not. So in many ways, we really have to think about this in the same way that companies are thinking about their business brand, right? You only have that one opportunity to attract that that new business to your company. You got a couple seconds to, to make a to make, to a make an impression. Yes. And so it's really thinking about well, how are we making an impression uh, to our candidates? I, I think you're creating a culture right away. I think you're you're making it an interpersonal relationship at the beginning from the onset. Is that right? Absolutely. So a lot of what we have seen in our experiences, we've been working with companies is this enables one, a candidate to self-select in or out. So, so often we, you're, we're bringing in candidates who may not be good fits to begin with when they could see your company and your job come to life and just get an understanding. Is this something that I'm the right fit for? So a lot of it is just even from the onset, you're able to get more quality candidates in the door who have the knowledge and enthusiasm of your job. And so what would have taken place the first, second, or third interview has already been offloaded right from the beginning. So related to like a cultural fit, the way that I see this is you shoot this video and you're almost walking around your company and you're saying, here's all the people that work here. These are the people you're going to be interacting with on a daily basis. This is what makes us unique. This is our personality. This is what we're not very good at. And you almost bring that personality or that culture to the candidate and you allow them to self-select out before you bring them to an interview. And I would say that there's a difference between a culture video and what we have coined a job posting in motion, 
When we are working with companies to attract talent, this is really about what are we doing to bring that job post to life? So it isn't just about going to talk about culture and why your company was founded, which is, of course, very important, but it's really getting to what is this candidate expected to do? Show me these employees in action. What are some of the things that they're going to be doing with? Are they inspecting parts? Are they going to be troubleshooting machines? Let's show those machines. Let's show the hand tools that they're going to be working with. That's part of what we're distinguishing is that this is not just about culture. This is about very specifically using this video or in our case video to bring that posting to life. You had said that's not you're not creating cultural videos. However, I really genuinely think you are not in that way. You're trying to demonstrate what the company does, showcase the culture of the company, the candidate will already self-select whether or not this is a good fit because I'm, I'm thinking when that candidate, when that prospect looks at the video, they're going to know right away just on what they see, the tone of the person's voice, the way the person looks like, how they handle, how it's been shot. It's going to be yay or nay right away. Yeah. Or, or pretty close. Absolutely. It's definitely a double whammy. But what we're aiming to look for is that companies are really getting the ROI in this. It's not just about putting a culture video out there and be like, hey, look at our great company. It's let's ground this specifically in a job and really help these candidates kind of make the decision if, if this is a company that they'd want to apply for and more specifically even that job. So it's really about getting better hiring results. This is not just about building your employer brand. This is about getting quality talent in the door so that you can get them onboarded right away and build your business. Okay, so let's let's break this down into, into real terms. Okay, so Jim and I want to hire a machinist and we don't want to do video yet. Do you want to hire a machinist? I'm going to help you hire a machinist. Thank you. And Thank you. we don't have the budget yet to do video. So we want to go the route of just some kind of visual in order to attract attention. Where do I start? All right. Well, first of all, gentlemen, take out your smartphones. Okay. Mine's here. I'm on the droid system. I'm on an iPhone. Great. You are ready to start taking photos and or video of your job. It's as easy as that. I think the big challenge that people have to get over is that you don't have to be a professional filmmaker to do this. Um, and so a couple of things that we would do is one, talk to an employee that's in that current role or help them partner with you to understand what are some of the things that we should be showing, right? So both taking photos of that work environment and potentially even some close-ups of some of the skills that they would be expected to show or, or some relevant tasks. So maybe it is about inspecting parts or blueprint reading. And so really being able to kind of show what that looks so like. So maybe that machine is him programming the machine or something like that, putting in G codes. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's something that, you know, you can really just whip out your smartphone, talk to the employee and just start shooting and kind of walking through what are some of his or her tasks that they're doing on a daily basis. So it's almost kind of like walking through a visual storyboard of, so if this is my job posting, how can I start bringing out some of those skills and make it pop? And you don't need a fancy phone, just your iPhone or your Android phone is, is has a good enough camera. Absolutely. You don't have to be an experienced filmmaker. You can get that photo or video geek who likes to take, you know, photos of their kids all the time. I mean, they'd be perfect people to do this, right? That's actually a great idea. Just find the person at your company who posts Instagram all the time, maybe, and say, I've got a special project for you. I want you to take a bunch of pictures for this particular position, and we're going to create a visual job ad out of it. 
And that's such a great way to get your employees involved, mm-hmm. right? Um, because they feel like they have some ownership yep. of that and are, and are excited to share their job with you know, their prospective colleagues. So that's definitely a great way to do it. One thing, of course, just in terms of logistics, film in a well-lit area. That's unless you're, you work in a dark room and then clearly are you going to show us some dark space. So make sure that that's happening. And then, of course, if you're on your smartphone, make sure you're shooting horizontal, not vertical. Great tip. Because, you know, especially if you may be taking a short video clip or of a photo, it's always best to have landscape. And what we like to do is just take an authentic approach, right? So we don't do a lot of scripting or a lot really? of mocking. So you just kind of like go with it. Or, yeah, or we're a, not, a light structure. Yeah. The goal, at least for us, when, when we work with companies, is not to stop productivity. We're here to capture productivity. You know, so some of the questions that we get from companies who are saying, I don't know if I can do this. Well, you don't have to stop someone from doing the work that they do. Just capture it on video or photo, right? So when they're, when they're programming, when they're doing this, just take photos of it, right? Or have them capture their day and kind of take, you know, specific selfies or or photos of their other colleagues throughout the day. And that way you're not interrupting anyone's flow. That's interesting. I'm making, I'm making notes for myself already for car. Yeah, that's great. So we've got a storyboard of pictures. Mm -hmm. What do we do next? Do we post them to our website? What exactly do we do? What do you recommend? Yeah. No matter where you advertise, be that Craigslist or Facebook or on your own career page, you should be incorporating these photos or videos. Can you put a video into a Craigslist ad? You can embed a video onto YouTube oh. to showcase it. And then just put the link in the ad? And then just put the link in the ad. Absolutely. I did not um, know you could as do well that. as uploading maybe a couple stills of that video and or photo. Okay. Interesting. Didn't know you could do that. Yeah. And most certainly it's going to get viewed more than others, right? Well, People it's, like it's those. It's a differentiator. Visuals. So for it's sure. a total, total differentiator. They will pay attention yep. and hopefully apply. Another thing you can do is if you have a Facebook page or a Twitter, you can absolutely embed that video right on your company Facebook page. But most certainly what we emphasize is the more that you can show this video or these photos right in your ad, the better. Because it really is going to capture candidates' attention. And to get even more out of your photos or video, really have the candidates review them before coming into the interviews and actually have them bring questions or comments about what they saw. That's a great way to maximize it. If you have a prospect that you think is going to be good, it's a good Mm -hmm. fit. Yep. Hey, go look at this YouTube video on our, is that what you're trying to say? Go have them view the pictures, view the video beforehand, even before you come in and meet face to face. Well, for us, and we, we use it as part of the application process. Okay. Everyone has to watch these videos and or view these, these photos as part of the application process because that's already getting to the genuine curiosity mm-hmm. and enthusiasm about that job. So one of the questions could be, maybe it, it's in the cover letter or in the interview, is what stood out in the video? What stood out in the photos? And just have them speak about it. And the things that we've heard from candidates are things like, oh my gosh, this is like my second home. I used to work on a Haas machine here. I see a Haas machine there. So you're starting to ground candidates in real world work where they can see themselves in that job or they can say, hey, when I was listening to that manager, I was hearing all these opportunities for growth. Well, I'm really looking for a company that's going to give me that kind of growth. So that's why I really got excited, right? So there's a lot of information that candidates will provide to you, especially when you can ground them in something that they can talk about versus a job description. Because if you're asking them to react to the job description, well, they're going to give you a very resume-like response. Absolutely. 
So very static. Very it's almost like having a conversation. It's almost like they can have a conversation with Jim Carr or have a conversation with, you know, the the story that you're you're telling previous to them walking in the door. Got it. Do you need to do anything fancy with these pictures, like embed text into them or do anything else Photoshop that is, you know, Photoshop them or, you know, use any kind of filters or just just raw photos and you're a step ahead? Raw photos and you're a step ahead. Just upload them to your just ad and just, just do get it. Started. So, so, yeah, that, that's, like, that's, that's free. Yeah, yeah. That's free, everyone. Got it. Pick up your smartphone, shoot photos of the work in action. You can start tomorrow on this. Any one of you who has an open position right now can do this tomorrow and be putting this on your career page, embedding it on your Facebook, and putting it on whatever job ad you have. What if instead of going for just pictures, I want to do video? Do you have any recommendations as to how to shoot a great video for an ad? Love it. So one, first step, take out that smartphone. Again. Same first step as the other one. Yeah, totally. Because... What you have is an incredible video capturing tool right at your fingertips. What if I don't have any data storage left on my camera? Then grab your colleagues. Okay. All right? <laughs> I know your son's got a phone or, or anyone has a phone. Just steal theirs for a little bit. So a couple of best practices for this is one, it, it's just better to maybe capture everything in one take. So for example, maybe it could just be a pan around the workspace, right? So just like... Hey everyone, this is just a quick tour of my workspace. This is what you're seeing, etc. And you can use a series of short clips, so maybe one minute or less. So it's not like you need some fancy editing. You can do all of these in little short one-minute clips. So one clip could be, here's a pan of the workspace. Another clip can be, all right, here's just an example of us programming something, and you know this is what we're going to do, right? So they can see a relevant task. That's in one minute. Another one could just be introducing who their prospective employee could be. So it could be like, hey, what's up? My name is Jason, and I'm going to be your new colleague. And this is what I do here, and I'm super excited to meet you. Just kind of a quick introduction. So there, there could be all these little quick, short minute, one video just clips. Just a minute long. Keep it short, keep it simple. Yeah. And you could just immediately, again, upload these to YouTube and then put these on your career page, put this on your job ad and say, you know, hey, check out a glimpse of some of the tasks you're going to be doing. Check out a glimpse of our workspace. I didn't realize it was that simple, honestly. I didn't either. Well, I want to know how Elena can help me because if I don't want to get out my smartphone and I don't want to go around the shop and take pictures of everybody or do video, what if I just say, you know, I would rather have somebody that has experience doing this just come into my shop and do it for me. Because they're going to do it better than you anyway. I, I would think so. That's your niche. That's what you do for well, a just living. Just like you're going to make a better product right, than I am. Right, right. You're not, I mean, you're not going to be able to machine a part probably easier or faster than I can. No, but I can capture it. <laughs> and that's the whole objective, right? Yeah. So tell us how that route would go. I mean, I'm, I'm sure you're going to follow the same guidelines, but it's probably going to be a little bit more structured. For us as you know, these former ethnographic researchers that we're really coming in there, not as you know, these professional filmmakers, but as people that are equally excited about this position and have a mindset around both observing and capturing just kind of an authentic window of that job. So part of it is a mindset we're going in there. But when we go out into companies, we're in and out in about an hour. We're interviewing both the hiring manager as well as is hopefully an employee in that role so that they can kind of really talk about roles and responsibilities. So these are going to be things like describe a typical day. What are the challenges? What are the benefits? What would make a candidate successful in this role? 
and kind of talk to, so what are the opportunities for growth? So we're getting at a couple of things here. We're getting at the general logistics of what the job is about and the skills that are required. Mm -hmm. In addition to, all right, this is not just some fluffy HR video. Let's talk about the challenges. Hey, you're going to be standing eight hours a day and you're going to be lifting 50 pounds. Let's kind of talk about Let's talk about the, the that. physical constraints of the of the position. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, let's make sure we don't get people applying and we're not reviewing resumes for people that aren't going to enjoy this job, aren't going to be a good fit. Perfect. Yeah, exactly. So again, it's it's about that authentic window. And then after we spend about fifteen minutes interviewing both the hiring manager and the employee, then we end up going out on the shop floor and having that employee kind of take us through a couple of relevant tasks that we could capture. So that again, we're really bringing that job to life. And then in about two to three business days, we come out with an edit that this company can be proud of and that they can start posting and getting candidates. Boom. Bam. Yeah. <laughs> so this, this do, is... do you add in background music to it or... Oh, yeah. It's very important to you, Jim. It is. Well, it is. <laughs> no, it is. No, actually we do. Actually we do okay. so that we can kind of keep like a fun little bum, work, bum, work bum, pace. Bum, bum, bum. And typically we try to keep it at about two minutes because... We know and other things show that we kind of lose someone's attention by about a minute and 42 seconds. So everything is very short in terms of that. But yeah, so that, that's really our process. We make this quick and easy. Can you give us a, a success story? Yeah. That's what I want to hear because everybody loves a good success story. I mean, you sold me already. However, I would like to hear one. One of our best clients, and I, you know, we call him our manufacturing papa bear, Ray Zaganto from Bilingue. Hey, Ray. He's been on a couple episodes of Making Chips. He has, Yeah. And so, you know, we've worked on actually helping him to recruit for a couple of positions. And one of the positions that we had helped him recruit for was a prototype mold technician. And they were struggling to get candidates in the door. They had been working with a couple staffing agencies. They were posting some job descriptions. And they just weren't getting the right kind of talent in the door. And so what we did is we went in there and we brought that job to life and talked to their prototype mold manager and took some footage of the space. And within about two weeks, they were seeing some really quality talent apply. And when we asked some of these candidates, how did you, one, either find out about the job or what made you consider it? They're saying, look, we've never seen a company put so much intention into this kind of position before. And, you know, I can see myself in that role. And you know, for so many companies, right? It's not just about being a prototype mold technician. It's can I be a prototype mold technician at Bilink? Yes. Can I be a CNC? You're machinist bringing the company to life. Car machine and tool, exactly. And so that's what we saw was happening. And for Ray, as they were bringing candidates in, their hiring process was accelerated you know, almost two to three times because what they would have had to go over maybe in the second or third interview. All that was you're cutting out the redundancy it's in just, the beginning, right? right? Because this candidate knew saying, "Yep, I saw that, and you know, the, this is what I heard." And it, it's almost like you were giving them a tour and really talking about what the expectations were far before coming into the door. So they were already able to have conversations, you know, with that manager and, and with Ray and with that company. That's kind of a, a big success, and we want to scale that kind of success to many more companies. That's a great story. I, I'm really excited about it. I've got a lot of great ideas I want to talk to you offline about. But um, So why don't we wrap up this episode? I think this is great. I, I definitely learned a lot. How about you, Jim? Again, definitely enlightened me quite a bit. We're going to have all the links to Elena's site and her LinkedIn profile. All they got to do is go to makingchips.com and sign up and subscribe. 
and we will make sure we give you all that relevant information. And what I always say at the end of our show is, you know, Jason and I don't know everything. We hope and trust that this information that we're sharing with you today has provided some great value for you and you're able to make better decisions and run your manufacturing company just a little bit better than you did yesterday. That's what our ultimate goal was when we started talking about making chips and we genuinely hope that the bottom line that that's what we're doing for you with that bam Bam. this podcast exists to improve the manufacturing industry we want to hear from you the owners managers leaders and engineers from the metalworking nation what ideas do you want to share and what keeps you up at night we want you to take something away from this podcast that you can use to improve your company, your team, and yourself. So let us know what you want to hear, and we'll see you next time on Making Chips. What do you think about asking a candidate to create a video of themselves as their resume instead of submitting a paper resume. Well, that's what we're promoting. Okay. Is that right? right? Yeah. And so is that happening in this episode or the next episode?